Like the ultimate goal for me really is trying to get to the games as a masters athlete. Um, that's that's why I'm training. That's that's why I try and continue to improve what what I'm doing um, and put the work in. That's my ultimate goal. Choking Fitness is supported by Hence, who offer a range of no compromise, health first performance food supplements, including their title, Green Stacks. I use their Green Stacks as part of my morning routine as a source of natural phytonutrients and adaptogenic herbs, and I find it a really enriching start to my day. However, I do definitely recommend the Juicy Peach as the Betty flavour. If you want to know more, head over to hencestacks.com or take a listen back to episode 24 of the Choking Fitness podcast. If you want to support the podcast further, Check out the links in the bio, but of course also please like, share and subscribe. Welcome to another episode of the Choking Fitness Podcast. This week, I am delighted to welcome athlete and regular competitor, both on the UK scene and on the continent, Vicky Finn. Welcome. Hi Tom, how are you? <laughs> really well, thanks. Kind of make, trying to make the most out of uh, kind of lockdown, but you know, getting to speak to people like yourself definitely is a highlight at the moment. Oh yeah, but uh, it's getting uh, to the bones now, isn't it? With the with the whole lockdown situation, I think uh, a lot of people are uh, either getting on with it and doing well, or you've got um, people who are just kind of stuck in the mud and not really. Um, getting on with it all I don't think I think you've got two two ends of the spectrum at the minute going on yeah um, and, and I, I, don't, I don't think the the kind of like the weather and the short the, you yeah. know the short days the, the the kind of like the long nights it's it, it's tougher uh, looking back at like nearly a year ago now when the yeah. you know we went into that first lockdown I remember like April and May the weather was amazing and I think that made it a little bit easier plus there was some degree of novelty but this yeah. time around it, it definitely is a little harder to kind of like keep try and keep upbeat keep keep constructive oh yeah I think yeah. it was in, in the last one with it like you said with it being nice weather everyone was li- living the best life I think <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I was enjoying training outside had my rook bag out had my rig outside and smashing my pavement to bits <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this time it's definitely a lot tougher definitely yeah. I think if you only had an outside and you don't have a garage um and you're limited on your equipment, it's probably pre- pretty miserable, to be honest. I probably would be if I didn't have like that outlet and I couldn't do what I wanted to do, basically. Yeah. But I'm lucky enough to have the garage now. We, we just moved in the summer, um, okay. from the last summer, because um, previously I didn't have, I, we didn't have a garage or anything. So literally in the last lockdown, our living room was just full with them um, our plates mm. and bar and stuff like that um, and we just used to take outside and I, like I said I literally just destroyed our pavement yeah. <laughs> out the back it was cracked and uh, we, we've <laughs> <laughs> we've got a few uh, broken slabs on our patio and I'm like is it worth changing them yet you know yeah. what I'll just wait I'll wait a bit longer and then do a job lot of replacing them all oh so, yeah. yeah wait out <laughs> yeah so, so as well as being a kind of competitive athlete, you're you know regularly at competitions, uh, competing. Um, you're also a coach at CrossFit All Out in County Durham, um, yeah. and you're the owner of uh, Patchy Patch UK as well. So, and that's where we've mainly interacted so far. You are the supplier of the uh, the the elusive, not the elusive, the the well sought after <laughs> guest um, chalking fitness patch. 
Um, but I'm really looking forward to talking to you about um, like, you know, your CrossFit journey, your kind of your fitness journey and like where that all started. So, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty for us to talk about. But before we do that, I do have a couple of warm up questions. Yeah. So just to kind of get, get, get us going, because, you know, that's what we got to do. We got to kind of get warm. So uh, the first question I've got for you then is if it was um, if you were allowed to program your own birthday workout and you could pick three movements, what would they be and why? Three movements. Yeah. Um, probably rowing. I do like a row and with me being a bit taller, um, I'm a bit, bit on the heavier side as well in comparison to um, most of the female athletes. So I say with me being a bit taller, I am 70, 71, 70, 71 kilo. So I think I tend to perform a bit better on the rower and we've done a lot of work on the eggs. Um, Stuart, my husband, he enjoys doing running and stuff like that. So we went through like, um, some 12 week rowing programs a couple of years back and we've got a row at home it gets programmed in we've got um they've just introduced actually I sound like I'm selling mayhem program <laughs> <Trying to sell laughs> it um but on the mayhem program they've got like a rowing progression as well so we've been doing a lot of that so I do enjoy rowing so probably it's with rowing um I like a rope climb and wall balls probably Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, I like that. Big high reps, maybe. Yeah. Like Are you wanting decent amounts of time on the rower then? Like you say, if, you know, if, if it's a wheelhouse because you've trained it, um, you know, you feel like you're maybe kind of predisposed to being good at it. Would you want to be on that rower for a decent amount of time? Are we talking, are we talking like a, a kilometer, two kilometers or, or, or kind of revisiting yeah. it with, with calories? I would maybe do revisiting with calories, maybe um, like something like a, with the wall balls, 40, 30, 20, 10 cows and wall balls, and then maybe go four, three, two on the rope climbs. <laughs> nice, <we> nice. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, <laughs> excellent. I, 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 it's always a great starting question, I find, because people go different ways with it. You know, I've spoken to people where it's like, it's got to be a heavy barbell. Others are like burpees, and I'm like, really? Really? So, uh... <laughs> oh, I'm not, not with me. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> I'm not I've been working a lot on burpees and we've done loads during lockdown, but I still hate them. Yeah. And I always uh, think to be so much slower that I don't know that I'm not using the tall thing because um, it's not an excuse, but I just always feel so much slower. And you see some people, they just bounce up and down. Like, mm. They make it look so easy. And I'm just, Everyone's I'm got that. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's got that springy mate and you're just like how do you make that look so good you know yeah. my mate alex if he's listening that's that's my that's my that's my person that makes burpees just look easy <laughs> i'm not too bad when it you know if it's lateral over the bar or mm -hmm. over the box even i don't mind but if it's bar facing uh like that first open workout last time and um, that was power snatches and burpees over the bar mm. the bar facing ones uh, that was probably my worst worst event for that for that uh, open i think yeah it's uh i don't think you had to, you didn't at least you didn't have to stand all the way up but because they were bar facing yeah. it's really difficult to to kind of like you know get through them quickly right so you know you can't even yeah. if you've got a good good lungs you kind of still like got quite a bit of distance to cover so yeah. I'm, I'm going to segue before the second uh warm-up question which is so you mentioned like you know on, on the erg and you've done like rowing programs like 12-week programs in the past I find that really interesting in that 
I guess a question I've got then is like to kind of like do a campaign on something like the rower, like do a 12 week program. Is that something that you really then can kind of like benefit from for, for months, even years, like you almost build that capacity and then sustain it kind of going forward while maybe then taking your training and focusing elsewhere. Yeah, definitely. And I think with the rower, it's easy to fit in. Well, not easy. If you, obviously you need the time to do it, but, if you're willing to put in a little bit of time initially at the beginning and it, you can just fit it around your own program and it's mm. not taking too much out of you in terms mm. of like if you were to do like heavy barbell and a, a yeah, yeah. something like that that you're going to be like massively fatigued from just yeah. a bit of cardio really well i just call it cardio but <laughs> a bit of cardio work isn't it so you can fit that in pretty relatively easily like two or three times a week maybe yeah. Um, and working on short, you might do short, faster stuff, longer stuff, you know what I mean? Mix it in. Um, but I think it's something that I find a massive benefit from using any of the ergs, to be honest. Like we've got a ski erg and the, the bike erg as well. But mixing those in and doing, a, we've done a lot of work on those definitely helps my fitness for workouts as well. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot fitter now than I did like last year just from doing doing more of that stuff oh great so we've got the warm-up workout sorry we've got the workout what would the music be you know what's your go-to music for training uh um i always go with some sort of dance music i know that's quite generic but um at the minute so i like listening to sunny padera um some of his live, live sets so it's a bit more like mainstream dance if you like um, he did some really good um, garden sessions in the last look, well, in the very first lockdown last year. So I still got them saved on my playlist. He, he had like five or six sessions on there, but they're good, like an hour to an hour and a half. Um, I like a bit of Carl Cox. I normally have him on, or Duke Dumont, something like that. But it's normally something dancey. Um, I don't like, I hate if it's like rock music or something like that, or indie music. It has to be something upbeat. It's going to get me. To be honest, when I'm in the workout, I don't really hear anything, but it just gets me a bit more like pumped before you start, if you like. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I understand that. And I think I've I've tended towards, it's got to be upbeat to get me moving, especially at the moment. You know, I know you're training in a garage as well. You've got to kind of have something that's going to get you kind of, just kind of wanting to move, right? But then once you yeah. go in doesn't really matter so much i know my neighbor's probably hating it because i have got some <laughs> Stuart bought me some because it was my birthday last week um he bought me some wireless earbuds but before that i've just been playing it we've got like a little speaker <laughs> in the garage but i do close the garage in on me with a tap so it's not too bad but yeah i think oh god but i do like it on quite i like it quite loud i hear if it's if it's on but it's like the quiet Sometimes in the box, if it's like in between times and it's quiet, I'm like, right, I've got to pump the music up. Happy birthday for last week as well. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> normally, normally I I'm saying like, for happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But normally I go, it's your birthday, presuming it's not. And you know, we were close, so you know, there we go. But uh, now nah, it's great. So good, good couple of warm questions and a little bit of a segue into kind of talking about kind of like training and and kind of like building that capacity. So bonus there as well. Um, <laughs> Before focusing on kind of competition, um, you know, and and kind of like some of the highlights, one thing I'd really like to know, and I think it was before we hit record that, you know, you've been at CrossFit All Out as a member for six years or so now. Um, but my question to you is like, 
how, how did you how did you get into CrossFit? Was it your first foray into fitness or did you come from a different sport? Like, like how did you find it? So I started off um, when I was at school, when I was a teenager, I was always into running and athletics. Um, so I did that from oh, maybe it's from when I was 11 years old to early 20s, probably. Um, so my forte in athletics was 300 and, and then I moved on to the 400 meters as I got a bit older. Um, so I have always been active. We used to train like three or four times a week at the track and then do a, a, a lifting session. Not necessarily like Olympic lifting, but we got got into squatting and, you know, mm-hmm. some of the like short power leggy kind of workouts. Um, and then did some sort of endurance running uh, one of the days. So I guess always since I've been at school, I've always enjoyed just running around, you know, like netball and hockey and football. I was a bit of a tomboy when I was younger. So I used to just like any sports where we'd be running around. And even um, with my dad and my brother, when we were younger, always used to be like quite active and always going out for walks with our dog and stuff like that so I guess I've just always enjoyed and I, even now I just I like watching any sport really on the telly like when the Olympics mm-hmm. is on like the Winter Olympics me and Stuart will watch tennis and stuff or rugby you know I just like watching the sport really yeah. um when I was in athletics I got to um in the under 17s in the 300 meters I competed to that was probably the higher, highest level of my competitive career in running, should I say. Um, so we went to, I went to the English schools. I uh, don't know whether you're, are you familiar with athletics and like the... A, 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 li- a little bit. So, uh, I, I know that, I know it's one of the ones that has got the good kind of like the school circuit and stuff and uh, so... So, we, so you do basically your... Um, at school, you do your inter counties and then you move on to the county championships if you come in the, I think it was the top two. And then you go to the, um, if you get the qualifying time at the counties, then you go to compete for your county at the English school. So um, I did that in the 300 metres and the 400 metres in my first year there. And then I won the um, national indoors for the 400 metres. So um, I guess when, when I got to my early 20s, it kind of, I don't know whether I over, to be honest, I've never really thought about it too much, but I think I kind of overtrained to a certain okay. extent. I kind of got a bit fatigued and then started picking up injuries here and there. And then right. I think I kind of missed out a little bit on, um, not through anyone's fault really, but going out and stuff with my friends. So I started to like pick that side, <laughs> that side of it up and going out too much. Mm-hmm. So then training started to drop off a little bit and I kind of just let it fizzle out as you like. Um, and then about nine, nine or 10 years ago, we did our um, PT qualification and I did that down in Bournemouth. It was like um, an eight week intensive qualification. All right. where I met my husband, Stuart. Um, and then we ended up living down south for a little bit and I did P- PT for Virgin Active for about six years or so. Uh, okay. And I said to Stuart, oh, I'd really like to join the CrossFit Gym. But when I went to find out about it, it was quite expensive. It was like £120 mm. a month or something. I, I think I went to the St. Albans one or something like that. I can't remember now. Um, 
Stuart was like, I don't think we can we can afford it. And you have a free membership where you work at a gym. Yeah, yeah. And it was a, a nice gym as well. But, so I, I kind of put it to the back of my mind. And then when we moved back up here, um, I'd been, we'd been living for a couple of months and I, we'd, I joined just, you know, like global gym. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing split routine and stuff like that. Just doing like legs, back thighs and triceps and stuff. And I saw an advert for a CrossFit gym and I was like, oh, I'm going to join. So I got my friend Nicola um she really didn't want to join (laughs) (laughs) you know when your friend's like no that just it looks like crazy you always need someone to go with you there right (laughs) she's still a member now it's fine um yeah I said to her oh shall we shall we go I rang up about it and um Vicky who owns the box at CrossFit All Out was like oh we're doing a taster session on Saturday so we went down and I literally loved it straight away you know when you have something in the so from when we lived down south I don't know why I just had it in the back of my mind that I would I would enjoy it and mm-hmm. you know when you think you keep going back to that thing and you think oh I really feel like I would be able to like apply myself well in it I don't know why I just had it in, had it in my head and I didn't want to like let it go if that makes sense um so, so I've been there ever since like straight away I just loved it yeah, no, it definitely resonates. Uh, I, I still, I still struggle to put my put the finger on exactly like you know walking into a. For me, it was walking into a CrossFit box back in 2014. But there's never been a you know, you kind of have, have a love hate relationship with training all the time. But there's yeah. never been a time when I've never I've thought you know what I'm done with this. You know I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm never go- I'm gonna stop doing it. You know, and I think for me there's an element of it is that um, it, it's become a lifestyle. It was probably the first time that I took fitness back home with me and uh, I would then be starting to think about a little bit about nutrition about recovery about I guess you know that desire to improve beyond like the way to improve is beyond what you train it's about how you kind yeah. of like you know live around it and um but I guess for someone like yourself you you, you were a PT so you had that kind of like the, the coaching side and you mentioned that then you've been coaching for a number of years at, at CrossFit All Out as well um and um but you also had the kind of like the athletics background. So training four or five times a week, you know, wasn't unfamiliar. I know for me that, you know, I was like, I'd got a gym membership, but I probably went once a month. And then suddenly yeah. I was like, started CrossFit and it was like, yeah, I'm going to be going like two, three, four times, sir. You know, he's gone on a Sunday. It's like, it was unheard of. You do know, you end up going like all in. I think it's like my might, isn't it? Once you join, you either really love it or you just, it's not for you. Yeah, yeah. So same with my trainer collection now. Yeah. So I've only got two. I've only got two feet. I don't know how I justify that many pairs of shoes. <laughs> I always get. One of my friends always like, "Oh my god, you've got another new pair of trainers!" But I generally do. I've, I've worn the last ones out because I, I wear them all the time. So I'll wear yeah. one pair to the death, and then I'll get another pair, and I'll just keep going like that. I always have that one pair that I always go to at the minute. So, you know, um, we'll, we will come back to the coaching side, um, but actually what I wanted to talk to you about more was like, so mentioned a number of times that you, you're kind of a familiar face on the, the competition scene and you've got some amazing um, kind of performances as well. So, you know, kind of not, not to kind of like make you blush or anything, but I know you, you've qualified for the age group online qualifier 2019 and 2020. In 2020, which I guess it's 
2000 it was October 2019 for the 2020 season yeah. you came 74th worldwide in the 35 to 39 age group um, I much prefer I'm I'm a I'm an age group athlete myself I much prefer yeah. that to masters yeah. <laughs> so um you you won the French throwdown 35 to 39 age group in 2019 as well is that correct yeah, that's right <laughs> uh, I'm just laughing because my husband and my Friends always wind me up and say, are you still going on about winning the French Fordown? <laughs> I never, I literally hardly mention it, but they just, they always wind me up about it, saying I'm still, still going on about it, like two years later. <laughs> no, it was genuinely one of my favourite events, though. I don't know whether, have you been at the French? I haven't, I haven't. I've had people say that actually, in terms of like, kind of competitions to go to you know make that trip whether it be you know when we had regionals or anything I've been I've been fortunate to go to like strength in depth like yeah. CrossFit strength in depth a couple of times yeah. but some have said that getting to the French throwdown is just an amazingly run event and yeah. what a city for it to be in as well right oh yeah definitely and it was scorchy when we went as well it was like 40 degrees it was like freak weather um so it was a bit of, <laughs> felt like I was in like Miami or something like that but it was, it's re, it was generally probably the best, um, I don't know, strength, strength in depth when we went to watch that was really good. Um, was it last, beginning of last year? Yeah, beginning of last year. Mm. Um, but I say if the French throwdown for, in terms of atmosphere and watching other athletes as well was really good. Um, like the final in there was like bouncing in the stadium mm. in the velodrome. And the seats were like were rammed and stuff, but it was it was really well really well run as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the events were really good, um, varied. There was a bit of a mixture of everything for for everyone in there. To be honest, it's the whole it's the whole athlete experience, really, isn't it? And that like, yeah, you can you can win, but you know, if you don't get chance to interact with your fellow competitors, or you know, there are you know, there's no one spectating, the music's yeah. not quite off on on point it, it changes the kind of experience right and that's yeah. kind of like at the, at the end of the day very few if any are doing it as a kind of like are making money from it so yeah. it's gotta it's gotta be fun right yeah <laughs> 100% <laughs> it was it was a good weekend and I, I think I went into it it, it worked really well because I went into it with no expectations really I think I qualified like eighth or ninth so I was really not expecting to win, to win at all but Mm-hmm. It, I started the weekend off well with the first couple of events and I was like oh I'm doing all right but you know when you go in and there's sometimes um like expectations because you know some of the other athletes that are in the field mm-hmm. and you think oh I don't know whether I can compete against that like I'll probably get pounded into the ground with some of those athletes but then then you go in and you're like oh I can actually like hold my own in some of the some of these events and you surprise yourself and I think that's what makes it good as well Mm-hmm. I think CrossFit's pretty good for that though, because you can't always tell um, by looking at someone what they're gonna gonna be like. So you yeah, yeah. sometimes you see like really ripped people in the warm up area, and you're like, oh, they look good, they look strong, and then they might not be as like. Don't get me wrong, they're still a good athlete, but they might not be as good as you perceive them to be in your mind, and then you could have vice versa. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why CrossFit's well, good. 
Yeah, and I think it's just because there's such variety in the movements, like yeah. even out on the competition floor, and it like you can have a great engine, you can ha- be really strong, but you yeah. can you also then need the skill to be able to execute efficiently, and then the mindset to kind of like be able to like, you know, be able to kind of like transfer that strength, that capacity in the right way at the right time that you don't yeah. burn out three rounds into a five round workout. Yeah. Um, because it's not the person that finishes the first round, it's the person first it's the person that finishes the last round first right <laughs> oh definitely I think I give my sometimes my husband and um or p- people watching like my friends will be like oh she's got off the bike last I'm like don't worry if, if I get off the bike it's fine it's just the first just the first exercise of the workout no one's going to be winning on the first bike or the first road you know what I mean I think I kind of have to bring it in a little bit and just get really get to know your own pace and where your strengths and weaknesses lie within that workout to know when to push and when to ease off a little bit during a workout or you know through through the rounds if it's 10 rounds you're not going to start off like a blistering place are you just going to try and Mm. keep chipping away keep a nice consistent pace and then see if you've got anything left at the end yeah and and i mean we always say it's like it's it's you versus the workout yeah when you're on the competition floor you're then trying to kind of finish quicker or with more reps or greater weight than than another competitor but at the end of the day the only thing you can control is how you execute against the workout and yeah I'm, I, I i say this loads when i'm speaking <laughs> to people i need to i need to tell myself that a lot <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i and who who was it that said this i can't remember but comparison is the is the thief of joy and i struggle a lot with like too often yeah. do I compare myself to other people and 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 actually I just need to focus on 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 my own my own work <laughs> yeah it makes you much um happier as well because sometimes people get lost off with um trying to compare themselves or look at themselves in comparison to what they see on Instagram or because mm-hmm. everyone's always posting the best videos aren't they so you're not going to see the the worst videos or workouts that they've not done great on so it's easy for you to get lost and think, oh, that person's doing really well at the minute, or they're doing this, I should be doing more of that, you know what I mean? Just keep chipping away at what you can control, what you what you do, and then, then you've got covered all bases, haven't you? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And uh, I, I'll keep telling myself that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so d- did you have any other kind of like, and I know we're looking at the past and can't do anything around. Did you have other kind of like sanctionals that you were targeting or competitions that you were targeting in the 2020 season that essentially became, unfortunately, a, at least in person, a non-event? Um, to be honest, we were kind of having the year of ours, um, working on some of this kind of gymnastic stuff and bits that I needed to um, improve. So like... So, some competitions I've not done so, so great in workouts where it's maybe I've like handstand push-ups, strict handstand push-ups, um, you know, chest bars, that sort of thing. So we, we've been trying to really work on those over the last last year and like burpees and stuff like that, just adding them in a bit more frequently and making sure that I'm moving better and more efficiently on those as well. So I think we didn't have any spe- anything specific kind of planned in um, that didn't get to happen as such. Because um, I really want to try and focus on um, the Open and the age group mm-hmm. qualifiers um, and trying to, like the ultimate goal for me really is trying to get 
to the games as a, a masters or age group <laughs> masters athlete. Um, that's that's why I'm training. That's that's why I try and continue and improve what what I'm doing um, and put the work in. That's my mm. ultimate goal. So I think we decided we need to put a bit more focus on that. Really, um, the last couple of years when I've done done the open I've kind of taken a little bit of pressure off myself and tried to just we just do do each workout once unless I've had an absolute nightmare on one workout and I have to repeat it um and then the online qualifiers I've kind of just done the same but I think this next year if if it gets to that hopefully I'll get to the online qualifiers again and then um make a bigger push and strategize a bit better for the workouts and maybe have to repeat some if that's really where I want to get get to be I'm gonna to have to put put that work in and make that sacrifice on the online qualifiers I think just work that a little bit harder mm. well I suppose that uh, so yeah it's the, it's the online the online workouts the kind of doing it perhaps in isolation or or at least yeah. not on on a competition floor but you know and again and one thing I noticed as well was that you won both the qualifiers and the finals of the British Masters Championships in oh, 2020 yeah. <laughs> as well. So, you know, you've clearly got online workouts in, in you know, kind of like you're working on them and it's and it's showing in, in that format as well. And and fingers crossed to, to see you in the uh, the age group online qualifier um, this year, this season as well. Yeah, I find it a bit harder to do. Uh, I'd much rather like if you give me an option do an online qualifier or do a competition hands down I'd rather do um, a competition because I always just perform better at a competition I don't know whether it's just because you've got other people there and you've got the atmosphere mm-hmm. and stuff like that I know some people are better at repeating workouts if that makes sense yeah, yeah. I'm not really <laughs> I'm not always one of those people I sometimes repeat it and I do worse <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh that was really not really not worth the effort <laughs> uh, I think that's why I'd probably do better at competitions because I, I think the first um the first pace that I go at is probably my best shot I think sometimes I tend to overthink things a little bit too much from then on and when when then when I go to repeat it I've maybe either expected that I can do something that I maybe can't do like hold the pace mm-hmm. that I maybe can't hold um, and then I let myself down a little bit but uh, I think that's just the nature of the yeah. of the game really isn't it at least with like competitions, there's just not the opportunity, right? You know, you've got one chance, light the fuse, and hopefully you've got it yeah. right. And and actually, you just have to kind of be like, well, there's no what ifs or maybes because that was the only chance, right? So yeah. you can kind of move on. So yeah. I could do kind of one in my mind um, if we speak about competitions to if strength in depth, for example, was still running this year as it did last year in January, then I would. I said to Stuart that I would want to try and qualify and do do the elite if I could do the elite category and just uh, the RX and see see how I get on. Obviously, I wouldn't wouldn't be expecting anything. I just would like to qualify and be great to throw down on the floor with all those athletes. So talking about kind of like the last year being weird, you know, whether that be kind of like everything's online, we've not had events or anything. You're a you're a coach and you know an athlete. Um, you know looking at competitions looking at your season having to make adjustments like can you just talk 
like how have you had to adapt to kind of like coaching but also training and I suppose building on that because I recognize you know it could be like we've all been in the situation for 10 months you know so it's like well everything's been online but I guess yeah. if you know if there's anything specific like is there anything you've learned about yourself in the last 10 months like through that adaptation I guess the hardest thing is probably going from training at the box we had like a nice um not a group but like we started maybe 12 11 or 12 months ago I started on the Mayhem Compete program and slowly, slowly, like a few other people have been chipping in, joining in workouts with us. And Tess, who's the coach at the box, um, he ended up going on to the main programming as well. So we kind of got like a nice, com like healthy, competitive little group going um, at the box. So we just kind of got into the flow of it in between the last look, like the very first lockdown and the last lockdown. And it, we were like all seeing really good improvements in our training because we were like trying to batter each other in, each work, in every <laughs> workout basically <laughs> see who comes out on top um so I, I guess it's going from from that to then training on your own or training training with Stu in the garage but it's not always you know we have got yeah we have got quite a bit of kit there um so we're looking in terms of that but the space in the garage isn't great so we can't train in there together and both do a barbell workout for example mm -hmm. so I'd have to go and then Stu would go so he might like shout at me while I'm <laughs> trying to do mine <laughs> like shout at me make sure that I'm on track on my pacing or whatever and then sure. I'll then we'll do I'll do vice versa with him or I'll just die on the floor while he does, <laughs> while he does this workout so I guess it's just learning to deal with like because before I was perfectly fine um training on my own and then I kind of got used to that group like I said and then now I'm going back to like almost on my own for pretty much the majority of the time so it's just keeping that motivation up really um, and focusing on some of the stuff that you might not necessarily have done before but you could pretty much pretty easily do like things like my strict handstand push-ups um, EMOMs and stuff like that, trying to build a bit of volume in those. Um, it's, it's come along great now um, in comparison to what I was doing before. So I think the main thing is just staying motivated and try and stay focused, keep keep trying to think, why, why, why am I training? Why, why am I doing this? And focus on what, you, what your goal is because obviously the Open's coming soon and I don't want to mm -hmm. let anything go, anything drop. So... I'm just trying to spin all the all the plates at the minute and make sure that I've got everything in place that I need to for then still still healthy. But until I would say maybe it's like training timings are slightly different at the minute. So not usually I do 8 a.m. I go to the box and train and then come home, have something to eat, and then I'd go back at like lunchtime-ish, 12 till 1.30 or 11.30 till 1.30 again. Whereas at the minute it's a bit more, we're a bit more relaxed about <laughs> what times we're training, but I'm still trying to get the volume in. Yeah. Um, so I'm just working around kind of looking at the week, what I've got in and then figure out when I'm going to do it. Um, but I tend to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, have Thursday as a like rest recovery day. Mm 
and then do Friday, Saturday. I tend to have quite a big volume day on Saturday and then Sunday rest again. Yeah. I might do like a recovery run or something like that or a bit of work on the ergs, but nothing like crazy. Yeah, I've, I did do the the Mayhem athlete um, like online track for a while and, and a lot of them it's not just mayhem actually uh linchpin are the same i think there's a there's another one i've done um comp train they all do that three up three one two one um yeah. and then so yeah you get that thursday thursday kind of um um yeah the issue, the issue i have right and and you know it's getting it around work is that i can sometimes be a little bit like I'm not great at training Monday and Tuesday because I have a busy couple of days at work and then Wednesday, maybe I'll train. And then I want to train Thursday, Friday. Cause I'm like, I haven't trained yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I end up <laughs> normally what happens is I train like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then, and then unsurprisingly I've done four days in a row. I then kind of like don't train. So it's like, a, it <laughs> like just, I'm just, now. Yeah, yeah. so actually it might, it might not just be work, work. It's probably more that I've hammered myself Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then kind of need Monday and Tuesday to recover it's hard that though isn't it i think crossfit's funny in that way though because when you have a good day and you're feeling good you're like i'll just do everything i'm like i'm gonna do this and this and then the next day i'll be like it's like no wonder because you trained for like five hours yesterday (laughs) especially during lockdown when you know you've got a bit more free free time if you if you're not working or whatever like i would usually be backwards and forwards from the box and doing the patches and stuff like that so yeah i'll train maybe i'll think oh i'll just add that on in the end and then that leads to oh, i'll just add that on until that and he's like well no no one day like the other day i wanted to do my turns on push-ups i was catching up on another day's training basically because i had the day off on my birthday and i and just ate cake <laughs> and didn't do any training i was gonna switch my days basically from the thursday thursday sessions i was gonna do Wednesday and just do like the recovery session on my birthday and then Wednesday on Thursday sorry do Wednesday sessions but it didn't really work out like that and I ended up mixing all the days up so I basically tried to do too much and then on on, like by Saturday yesterday I was just knackered (laughs) but even I don't learn sometimes I'm not sensible on my training you need to be motivated and then you need to be disciplined for when you're not feeling the motivation. And when you're on your own, that's a lot harder. I had a chat with Adam Klink from CrossFit Krypton way back at the beginning of the podcast. And he was like, surround yourself with like-minded individuals because they will help you through the times when you don't have the motivation. But, you know, I was just like, you know, it's like, well, you know, when when we can definitely. So uh, (laughs) good. Good. You've got your, your husband to kind of keep you accountable at home as well. Oh yeah. He's, my husband he comes everywhere with us he's like my my coach really because he'll help us get he'll tell tell it to me straight <laughs> and he'll always be honest honest with me um but he is really supportive at the same time so um he's really helped like good to have there during competitions because he'll keep me on, on the right lines um and he knows like my capabilities really so um because we We've always pretty much trained together and he knows like my pacing and stuff and rowing and stuff like that. He's good like to talk through strategies and stuff like that before a workout. So it's helpful. <laughs> but we we always joke on because he he's always shouting and swearing at us at the, at the side <laughs> sidelines. So 
um my friends are always like oh my god he's really scary and I'm like he's not really <laughs> he just knows what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing because <laughs> I'll do stupid stuff like be getting in the road like really slow and he's like get hold of the handle get hold of the handle just <laughs> put like one foot in get hold of the handle then put the other foot in and go so where where have we uh fought, able to do the open this year you know he'll, he'll be there kind of cheering cheering you on in in, in the way yeah. you know it works so <laughs> and uh look forward to seeing how that yeah. goes um at least with the kind of the open and then the on online age group age group online qualifiers that they're pretty set right you know and that you're not yeah. looking at kind of you know events like the semi-final events which is a hybrid of regional you know at yeah. least you know for you focus on those because that's that's yeah. you know the ultimate game uh, the, the ultimate aim and so really help that kind of goes well for you and look forward to seeing how that that works out over this season and, and seasons beyond yeah hopefully we'll see see how it goes this year I know this year will be a bit of a funny one because we might be at the box we might not be at the box <laughs> we don't know yet um the likelihood is I might need to um go to the box to do some of the qualifiers um if it's like rig and rings and stuff like that. Um, I can do pull-ups and toes to bar on the one in the garage, but the headspace isn't enough for um, like bar muscle-ups, chest to bars or rings and stuff like that. So we'll see how it goes, but I feel every every year I, I feel better, but this year particularly, I think feel like and the Mayhem stuff's really worked out well for me over the last 12 months and it really suits, really suits the style of training that I like keeps me interested. They've got like a, the Rowan thing on there. They've got the Bergener strength stuff. So with the Olympic lifting, um, they've got Kelly Sturette on there doing like mobility oh, okay. and that now as well. So that's good. Um, well, I think the thing I like about about it most that's slightly different to other programs that I've done. So I did like the training plan before, um, and then I did the program, um, which were really good and helped get me to where where I was. Um, but on the Mayhem one, they have a lot of um, background notes on um, how, like examples of how to pace the workout, what mm. to break up to, what you should be aiming for. And then it gives you like, say, if it, for example, if it's an AMRAP, it'll give you um, like a target number of rounds to aim for. Yeah. Um, and then what you should do in, in order, if you if you didn't hit this amount or you didn't think you were able to hit this amount, you should scale it back to X, Y, Z. Because some of the yeah. workouts are really tough or they might be like really heavy. So I might think, God, I might not be able to lift that last, mm. last weight on there. So you might need to scale some, um, which is good. Yeah. Just gives you something to work on. Yeah, I've I've really seen. I think those those for any of those online programs, like the coach's notes are critical because it really yeah. helps kind of like explain explain the kind of thought process behind it. Because yeah. you're obviously you're not stood at a whiteboard getting it first face to face from a coach, yeah. so you kind of need it in the notes. And the what? So I, I vaguely follow CrossFit Lynchpin at the moment, and yeah. Pat Sherwood does a video every day, and like Pat Sherwood, the dulcet sounds of uh, sounds of Pat Sherwood just explaining <laughs> like really what and it, the. The way he kind of pitches it as well, it's 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 good. So no, I can definitely uh, and it, I think it's great when there's all that extra extra dimensions, like the, you know the extra tracks, whether it be gymnastics or strength yeah. or mobility. It's uh, it's cool. Yeah, awesome. it definitely helps because sometimes before I was following and programming, and then and you're like, it, especially if you're training on your own, you're like, I don't know where I'm at. Like, how am I doing? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, where am I at in comparison to 
other people that am I doing uh, I don't know what the progress is you know sometimes that type of thing but whereas if I have like oh you should be aiming for definitely this amount of rounds if you're wanting to hit like a, a good level or whatever you know what I mean so it gives you something to aim for yeah. something to work on and it's good because on the Sugarwood app they have um like some of the games athletes like Rebecca Voigt or um like masters athletes that are my age like Carly and Matthews and stuff like that they put their scores in ah, cool. so it's good like indicator you can see like I can see some real gaps of where I'm like a good chunk behind when yep. I need to work on and then there's other ones where I'm like oh all right I'm not too far off on this one do you know what I mean ah uh, so that that's it's been great talking to you about kind of you know the CrossFit competitions and and you know where it all started for you and uh Thanks very much for your time. Um, really hope the Open goes well and, and see you in the uh, Age Group Online Qualifier this season as well. Oh, thanks, Tom. But thank you very much for having me on. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Great talking to you.